what's up, Crypt Nation? Bryce Paul and the Notorious Pizza Mind coming at you per usual from the sunny and 70 San Diego. All right, so if you haven't heard yet, Pete's and I just finished writing a 290-page book called Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. And we did this so that anyone anywhere in the world can learn about really how cryptocurrency and blockchain technology are putting the power back in the hands of the people. And really, we wrote this to equip the masses with the tools to profit from this revolution. So whether you invest in crypto or something else, the point is that you need to escape inflation, which is a hidden tax on your savings by investing in your future. And we think that crypto is really the hottest market, which has the most upside potential. And we are so confident that Crypto Revolution is the perfect starting point, whether you're the crypto curious or the seasoned investor just looking to learn about the world's newest asset class. All right. The best part is we're giving it away literally for free. Okay? For free. All we ask is you pay for shipping uh, just to help offset the cost of the book. We're literally making zero dollars on this and are just doing it to give back to our amazing community of listeners. All right. So go to CryptoRevolution.com today and get your free copy. All right, what is up, all you good, wonderful citizens of Crypt Nation? It is your hosts, Bryce Paul and the notorious Pizza Mind. Pizza Mind, how the heck are you doing over there, man? I feel great today. The weather's warming up. Uh, there's all kinds of chaos going on in the world, and I'm just in my little bubble trading crypto, feeling good about the future. How are you? <laughs> well, you know, it is quite chaotic and I know you are a master of chaos and my myself, I'm a master of law and order, uh, but I think that's what makes things uh, so interesting around here. And you're right. It is nice and warm. We're over here in sunny San Diego, as always, coming at you live, uh, sunny and 75 degrees today. Uh, and you can't beat it. February Brutal 3rd. winter. <laughs> and we're joined by a good friend here at Crypto 101, Simon Yu, CEO and founder of StormX. Simon, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So excited to jump into it. Uh, you know, I've been uh, tracking you guys for a long time, actually. Uh, Pre-ICO, uh, I, I knew a bunch of people that were talking about this, this platform that was going to kind of reinvent the way that people work and reinvent the way that people earn money and all these new uh, kind of streams of income that are only now made possible through cryptocurrency and blockchain. And then, you know, um, you know, I was a big holder of Storm throughout the throughout the market, and I'm really excited now to finally get a chance to talk to you. Um, but before we really dive into StormX, the platform, and all the exciting things, just give us a, a, a brief background just on who you are and how you got into crypto? Because I always think that that's one of the most fascinating questions we ask our guests. Yeah. Um, yeah. First of all, just really glad to be here. And thanks for hosting me, guys. Um, and yeah, it's just been a crazy journey. Um, you know, for us at Storm, um, you know, the company was founded in about 2014. And uh, my last job before I got to the startup, I was an underwriter for a bank. And um, sort of like around that 2014 time after Mt. Gox and Silk Road, uh, you know, just Bitcoin was just on the news quite often because of the wrong reasons. But at the same time, I was really curious about the tech. And, you know, when I started reading the white paper and started reading more into it, uh, the first thing I immediately thought was this is going to disrupt banking, uh, like transaction fees, foreign transactions, and, you know, all these uh, different 
fees that people charge, uh, it's going to be essentially zero with blockchain or almost zero. Uh, and so I was really excited and I happened to meet my co-founder, Calvin, uh, who's the CTO, and he was building this app uh, that rewarded people two-tenths of a penny in Bitcoin. And, you know, that's how we started. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for us is really being able to um, use the low payment channels to be able to allow users to earn uh, money, which can be as small as a few cents to even a few dollars, uh, where previously it didn't make sense to send someone $5 halfway across the world, but uh, now it can be possible uh, through blockchain technology. StormX is a survivor, a rare survivor from the ICO class of 2017. The first thing I want to know is what did you guys do differently that let you ride out this two-year-long bear market and become successful when 90% of others failed? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the first is uh, my co-founder and I are sort of, um, we hustle. Um, so regardless of what happens, even if we, you know, have to eat top ramen, I think we're willing to survive out that, um, you know, that hardship. Uh, so even when we first began, uh, so the first three years, uh, I actually, you know, my first business, I started a food truck business when I was 19 and that, you know, we just took well, essentially hundred dollars into uh, something that ended up generating about a million dollars in sales. But the, when we first started, uh, like the truck caught on fire twice, um, like pretty much all the equipment was all gone. We maxed out our credit cards and that sort of like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's sort of, you know, our founder backgrounds. And then, um, you know, Calvin was very similar to, yeah, he worked, you know, full-time during college, pay for everything himself. And I, I was sort of in a similar situation where I had to drop out of college, save up enough money and then apply for 200 scholarships and got a full ride eventually. Um, and, you know, I think that mentality is something that takes a lot of uh, courage because you can just, you know, get a squishy job uh, at a big company and get a, a decent salary without having to go through all this hardship. Um yeah, we, we definitely saw the opportunity was a lot bigger. Um, and so for us, like even when we first, you know, tried to launch Storm, which is called K-Codes back then, um, it took us three years to get our first equity fundraising. Um, and then until then, we just had to keep bootstrapping, uh, just using our own funds and doing side jobs to make this happen. Um, and then, you know, second of all, I think, you know, we, we do see the opportunity and we're continuing to build. But, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to always think about the long term. Uh, you know, how this company will survive in the long term. And that's always been our focus. Brilliant. So so really, before we dive into any of the solutions that you're building over at StormX, let's take a, a deep look into some of the problems that are existing in the world uh, that you guys are working on. Yeah. First of all, um, so we have uh, two products right now that are live called Storm Play uh, and Storm Shop. So Storm Play is a mobile app that we will use when they try out like different apps, like different products and services. So, it, you know, let's say you want to try out this app called Uber for the first time, we'll give you like $10. Or if you want to try this new game, we'll give you like $5. Uh, and Storm Shop is where you can earn um, like cashback in the form of crypto when you shop online. And so, and then the third product that we want to build out a few years down the line is called Storm Gigs, where users will be able to uh, pick up jobs uh, through freelancing. Um, but all three of our products are focused on one thing. Um, which is to allow users to earn money. And the problem that we're trying to solve is right now, because of the complicated uh, fee structures between fiat, um, it's really inaccessible to uh, people 
like that are on the other side of the world. Um, so for example, if I want to hire someone from India, um, like Fiverr and some of these guys will charge like 40% to 60% in fees ultimately, which is because it's so expensive to send out transactions. But for us is there's a lot of opportunities where users can even earn like a few cents, a few dollars um, that are highly overlooked. Um, but it also does make a huge impact uh, for a lot of people out there. And so for us, it's like, how can we make that more accessible and how can we make a living day's wage more um, easily, you know, just attainable through our platforms. And yeah, because of blockchain, we're able to really reduce the transaction fees and make this just on a global scale well, where people can just find different opportunities to be able to earn money. Is there anything existing in the traditional world that you would say is comparative to what you're building now in the crypto world about like how users can now earn money and get cash back and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, so in the traditional world, so yeah, separating our products, like for storm play, there's like mechanical Turk and there's like several like apps, I think like Ibotta and stuff like that, that does something similar. Um, and then on storm shop, there's uh, sites like Ebates and the recently acquired company called honey that offers like coupon codes and things like that. But collectively, I don't think there is a company that's focusing on earning um, sort of like has our vision statement that's similar to us. But uh, if you break down, there's definitely a lot of competitors in the fiat space. What are some of the most popular gigs that might come through your platform in case someone out there is listening right now and they're saying, oh, yeah, I want to stack a couple extra sats. You know, what kind of things are they going to be asked to do? Yeah, so for Storm Play, um, there's a lot of games out there right now. We you, know, you can play like Wars Mobile, or you can subscribe for a subscription to Hulu. Um, I think we had DoorDash, and we have like hundreds of different companies and products that you can check out. And for us, it's like yeah, we even if you don't spend money, um, we want it to be accessible to just be able to earn your first few dollars of crypto. And we made it really easy um, by just integrating Coinbase as well, too. So all you have to do is just enter in your Coinbase wallet address. Or, I mean, uh, your email address. That way you don't have to memorize this long string of wallet, you know, 0x, all this stuff. And it's something that might be a little bit too complicated for the first time user. Uh, so we just want, you know, users to be able to access their first Bitcoin, Ethereum or whatever crypto that they want to choose. But yeah, essentially people can play games uh, and you know, just earn their first crypto. And then in Storm Shop, um, we partnered with almost 500 companies now, uh, including like Macy's or eBay or Newegg, where you, if you shop, you can earn up to 40% back uh, cash back, but you can redeem that for um, Bitcoin or any other crypto as well. That's amazing. I mean, for up to 40% back, like that's mind boggling. I really got to take a look at that. Yeah. So if someone's out there and they want to, you know, make gigging, you know, a full-time thing. You know, we talk about the gig economy that's, you know, slowly uh, growing here in America. Is there enough work out there to really make a living doing this kind of thing? Or is it really just an extra five or 10 bucks here and there? Yeah, and I think it really depends on where you live. I mean, I think the cost of living and, you know, where you guys are at uh, versus, you know, the U.S. versus like someone in you know, Southeast Asia, it's, it's very different. Um, so the same amount of dollars can go a lot further, you know, if you're in, for example, Latin America versus the U.S. too. And right now it's, yeah, it's, I don't think there are enough jobs, but it's definitely um, trending that way. More and more people are having mobile devices. Uh, more people have laptops these days as well. 
And, you know, even in the third world countries, uh, people have mobile devices, uh, might be a little bit of older model, but they have access to be able to um, find these platforms and earn additional money. And, um, you know, you look at some of the trends that are also happening recently, like like coronavirus, for example, um, it's shifting the employees in China to work more remote. So it's become this big experiment where now, you know, companies are starting to realize that, hey, you know, we can actually not have uh, a physical office space, also save some expenses and, you know, not have to pay employees as much because they don't have to do all this commuting and it just makes it easier if they can set up processes. And yeah, that's, that is the future that we're really excited about and, you know, why we continue to sacrifice to continue building every day. Right on. So how do you see the gig economy evolving over maybe the next five years, maybe 10 years? We know the benefits that it has for employers, but when will the workers start to see some of these newer benefits and what might these new benefits look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, the, one of the things that, you know, personally, I was like the reason why I was so excited about this project was because, you know, when I was in college, I was having financial hardship myself and I was looking for jobs online. And, you know, my full time job, I was a bank teller and I couldn't take like time off to uh, go to school uh, for to take finals, for example, because my bosses wouldn't let me. Um, and so like I had to call on a sick day. And it's just kind of unfortunate that that had to be where there were physical hours. But you look at platforms like Uber, Airbnb, DoorDash, and even like we've evolved so much since the last 10 years. And there's so many like Airbnb and freelance gigs that you can access now. And in the next 10 years, it'll be completely different. There'll be even more platforms out there that you can do different things. But uh, like it, there's an example here locally in Seattle where um, there's this town called Bellevue where it's a, a very, you know, um, wealthy town um but the public school teachers there just don't make that much money um and so when they do private tutoring to the students in bellevue and they're doing it like 10 hours a week versus doing a full-time job they're actually making a lot more money in their regular day jobs um and as long as there are opportunities and there's enough jobs and supplies out there then people can you know work according to their own schedule and be able to earn, you know, more income from then just, you know, working in a traditional 40-hour job, for example, as well. eToro is one of the largest trading platforms in the world with over $1 trillion in trading volume on the platform every year. And they're some of our good friends and they're a great sponsor. U.S. customers can trade the most popular crypto assets and your fees are extremely transparent. So if you're not ready to trade yet, uh, you could also practice building your portfolio with the eToro virtual trading feature. They give you $100,000 of virtual money and you could start playing around with it and not have to risk any of your real money before you get. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Comfortable with the markets. And best of all, you can connect with 12 million other eToro traders around the world, kind of like a social network for trading, to discuss charts and all things crypto. 
So go ahead, create an account today at etoro.com slash crypto 101. That helps us, that helps you, that helps them and makes everything possible here if you guys use that link. So guys, start building your portfolio the smart way. Etoro is crypto trading made easy. All right, back to the show. Do you see any correlations between AI and automation in the gig economy? And then also a follow-up to that one is, what do you think of Andrew Yang? Because uh, I know he's talking about literally these same things about AI automation, the gig economy, because so many of these traditional jobs are going to be you know, wiped out here in the next 10 years. Can you, can you riff on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. AI and automation is definitely, you know, we're moving fast, right? I think one of the scariest things that's probably going to happen is um, like when cars are automated, the, the amount of jobs that are in, you know, not just taxis and Ubers, for example, but also, you know, public transportation, like trucking industry and, you know, buses. And there's a lot of jobs that are going to be wiped out. Um, and I think that's probably going to come in the next five, like five, 10 years, probably. Um, but you know, at the same time, if you look at what happened in the industrial revolution when you know, the machines started to take over the farming, um, the people just ended up pivoting to a different job, right? And I think, you know, the gig economy is one of those um, things that will ultimately replace a lot of these traditional just 40-hour jobs. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I mean, so I, I think there will be jobs that are going to be eliminated, but at the same time, there will be new jobs um, from that uh, transition as well. Do you think blockchain and crypto will impact jobs anytime in the near future? I know this, this is a real emerging market, yeah. but uh, how do you see blockchain and crypto making an impact? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's going to be huge, uh, but we're still too early. Um, and, you know, my co-founder and I are still building because we're bullish on this for the next 30 years, not because we're just bullish on this to the next you know year or two, for example. I mean, just look at even how much DeFi is picking up right now. And I think we're at like 500 million or $800 million. Um, that's under collateral, but right. this is a small fraction of all the value that's out there. And people are flocking to here because there's a better value, right? So people are getting ripped off on their savings accounts and loans from banks because it, to borrow, you need to, you know, have like 15% on a credit card. And then if you want to get interest on your savings, you get 0.05% from a traditional checking account. <laughs> um, Doesn't but, make sense, right? Yeah. And so um, when, you know, when BlockFi or even uh, central centralized, um, it, you know, places like BlockFi or, you know, or like MakerDAO or something with DeFi, like they're offering interest rates at like 5 to 8% uh, to just hold your money and, just people don't know about it and this is just the first case right um and storm what we're doing is we're just trying to make uh people be able to earn money a lot easier without all those transaction fees so we can give more back to the users but at the same time right now like to use MakerDAO, it's really complicated uh i mean it took me like several hours to really understand exactly how it worked uh yeah same here yeah so like until the user experience is better we like we can't get our moms and our you know grandmas to be able to use this platform. But when that is really set, is when this will start to make a true impact, right? So, how does the average consumer uh, interact with the Storm platform? I mean, do we have iPhone and Android apps? Um, and then also, uh, yeah, let's just stop there. Like, uh, you know, how do we interact with? 
Yeah, so Stormplay uh, is available on mobile. So we have an iOS and Android app, uh, Stormshop. We have a Chrome browser extension, but we are launching mobile soon. But yeah, our focus as a company is just to make it as easy as possible for anyone to use um, outside of crypto as well, too. And our focus right now, yes, our rewards are Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but our focus is to allow the users to just give people more money. So we do spend a considerable amount on UX. And I think um, so far we've had a little over two and a half million users. Uh, so, and you know, e even though there was a bear market, we still kept growing and we were paying people these small rewards that were often overlooked, um, these few dollars, for example. But the, yeah, because it is so easy to use, we gave uh, quite a bit of people their first crypto. That's incredible. Two and a half million people. I mean, that's, wow. That, that's re really, really impressive. So one of the things that I was really interested in is you let people earn crypto back and not just your storm token, but Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, I, like you give them a lot of choice. So what's the advantage of choosing the storm token? What gives a storm its value? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a great question. So, you know, originally when we designed the Storm token, um, we wanted to be the primary channel for all advertisers um, and users to be able to earn Storm. But at the same time, you know, a as a preference, there's users who want Bitcoin, Ethereum and other tokens as well, too. And uh, the fiat onboarding and offboarding for Storm is a little bit tricky right now. So, you know, we, we definitely allow users to have more options. Um, but this is this was a great learning opportunity for us too, and do some user research. It's like, okay, if we eliminated everything else, would you use this platform? And currently the answer was no. And so for us, the next step that we are building is how can we make this more useful to our product? And people that do own Storm tokens, um, they can earn it or purchase it, you know, from the different platforms. We'll be able to get you know better tiers and better cashback. Um, so like think of it like airline miles, where you know the longer and the better relationship you have uh, with the company, then you'll be able to get a lot of these perks. And so far, right now, we're offering like six percent back on eBay. But if you own some Storm, then we'll be able to offer you like twelve percent or like fifteen percent back in cashback. And that's something. Oh wow. Yeah, that's something that a lot of the fiat partners just can't do. But for us, it's because we have our own loyalty token. Um, it's something very interesting and something that we can do to really reward our, you know, our most loyal customers. That's amazing. I really love that. And is, is there something inherent in, um, in the token itself that allows it to give them people more discounts, like the token economics of it, or is it just the fact that you want to encourage people to hold it, um, that, you know, you give incentives like that? Yeah, the token economics. Um, so if you look at like, there's actually like certain uh, companies that I really like personally, like crypto.com and Celsius Network, for example, you know, the the bigger the network that you have on your actual product, um, you know, if you continue to grow, this actually helps that uh, token and the company as well too, to continue growing and be able to give higher rewards to the users. And so the challenge is like if you you know if your users are decreasing, this model could ultimately break. But if you're continuing to grow, then it actually does a pretty good job in terms of retaining users and making sure that uh, you, your most loyal users are also highly compensated as well too, with the benefits from that specific product. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that I, I like it. Like uh, kind of like the network effect stuff. Um, 
I forget what it's called, uh, Metcalf's Law. Yeah, but, I'm not um, sure specific law, but yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a huge network effect, and it helps the users, you know, who are early in for sure to get the highest benefits as well. Brilliant. So let, let's uh, briefly talk about uh, Storm Shop, and I want everybody who's listening at home to go to their Google Chrome browser or Brave browser uh, and download the plugin Storm Shop. And tell us about why we should download that. Yeah. So basically. It's really easy to use. Um, so you have it installed and we partnered with, you know, almost 500 companies and we're continuing to add more each day, but you shop at Macy's, eBay, Old Navy, Samsung, like any of the stores that we have, it automatically adds cashback uh, in the form of crypto to your, to your account. And there's no reason why you shouldn't use it because it's just money that you're missing out on the table. And, you know, people often ask, cause like that sounds too good to be true. Like, how is this possible? Um, and for us, like we've been, you know, in the ad tech space along with blockchain for the past you know, six years. But you know, there, the opportunities that we found were, you know, it, it was sort of like a wholesaler where we're helping a lot of companies drive up sales um, by giving these cashback rewards, and um, these companies will give us better rates, uh, and we give the the better rates, the discounts to the users in the form of crypto. So it's like, you're, you know, if you're going to shop there anyway. You're going to buy something on eBay for a thousand dollars, and we're about to give you six percent for sixty dollars. Like, why would you not use it? And you know, with Bitcoin, it's also interesting too because if you get it, you can sell it immediately and retain that sixty dollars. Or if you want to, you know, roll the dice a little bit and see where that goes, um, could be one hundred twenty or one hundred eighty or whatever, you know, or it could be thirty dollars too. So um, that's totally up to the user. That's fascinating. I'm totally going to give that a try as soon as we're done recording here. So let's. Get this wrapped up. I got some shopping to do, Bryce, if you don't mind. So we've only got a, we've got a few questions left for you, Simon, before we call it a day. And these are the questions we ask every guest because we get such unique answers that are really insightful. So the first one is, who's one person that you admire in the crypto space? Yeah, um, I have to say Bill Shihara, um, so the CEO of Bitrix. Uh, he was actually our first investor, you know, someone that I can turn to locally for advice. Uh, but what he did with, you know, Bitrix and where his mind is, is truly amazing. Um, so even though he's built this amazing exchange and they're continuing to evolve and, you know, have all these relationships and stuff like that, his number one focus is always how to get more adoption in crypto, you know, and he's always thinking of different ways to make it easier. And, you know, someone is really like believing in this technology in the long term, but wants to, make it easier for the average person to be able to access crypto and his mindset and the way he thinks of like creative solutions is something that I really admire and I look up to uh, every day. That's epic. Yeah. We, we love Bill. We had a great interview with him and I think he said the same thing about you too. So it's, oh, really? de- <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a mutual feeling. You should go back and listen to that episode. He, uh, he shouted you guys out in this segment as well. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, and so uh, apart from StormX, and I'll also exclude Bitrex from this next question, uh, what is one company in the space or project that you really are uh, bullish on or that you think is just doing a tremendous thing in the crypto industry? Yeah, uh, right now, I'd probably have to say MakerDAO. Um, just, those guys, what they're doing is truly fascinating. Um, you know, $500 million in custody, but if really the 
institutional money starts coming in and retail really starts to find out it's a multi-trillion dollar opportunity. And the reason I like it isn't just because like there's such a big opportunity for them, but it's more because the banks have been screwing us in interest rates for so long and these guys can actually give users a pretty decent interest rate. And once the user experience is a little bit easier for the average person, I think the mass adoption will hit and you know people will hear about it. And right now the transition is in the, in the fiat industry, at least is like Wealthfront and some of these fiat online only banks where they're offering like 1.8%, but it's getting lower and lower every day as well too, as they start to get more traction. And I'm sure it'll be the same for DeFi as well too, but, um, it, but because it doesn't really require uh, intermediaries as much, um, the rates will still be higher than the traditional options. That's awesome. Simon, we got one last question, but before I ask it, I want to say thank you for all your hard work in this space. I tell everyone all the time that there are gems to be found on page two and three in CoinMarketCap, and don't <laughs> judge a project simply by its ranking, because there's a lot of hardworking people out there that are actually adding value to the world that might just not have the credit they deserve yet. So thank you for persevering. Yeah, <laughs> And if this is the first podcast that someone getting into the space heard, what would you want them to know? Yeah, I mean, just think of crypto and blockchain as the early days of internet, right? And there's all these interviews floating around of, you know, I think it was like 1994 where news reporters were thinking like, what is this email? You know, what is this at symbol? I don't understand it, but we're just very early on. Um, I know there was a bubble back in end of 2017 and early 18, but Forget the price, forget, you know, all the speculation and the bubble activity that happened. Just really see where this technology is evolving and really start checking out some of the companies that are building really creative solutions. And there's going to be some gems out there that's going to be the next Amazon and Microsoft and Google. So, um, yeah, just keep your eyes open. Brilliant words of wisdom, my friend. Simon, couldn't thank you enough for coming on, spending a half hour with us here on Crypto 101. Um, if the good people of Crypt Nation want to stay in touch with you uh, or you know follow you guys on Twitter, do you guys have handles? Yeah, so we have two channels. Um, follow us at Storm underscore Token or Storm Play App. Um, and my personal handle is Simon Y-U-S-E-A. So Simon U-C. You can contact us on Twitter and we're pretty fast to respond. Brilliant. All right, everybody. Stay tuned for another great episode coming at you later this week. We'll talk to you guys soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.